Hello, everyone. It's Kennedy with the Keeping Up with Kennedy podcast, the show where I live my life at warp speed and see if you have what it takes to follow along. Throughout our journey together, we'll learn what it really means to dream without fear and live without limits. So sit down, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. Recently, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, like ever since the Call Her Daddy breakup and Sophia with an uh-huh, uh-huh. my podcast train, especially when I commute to work. And so the most recent new podcast that I've listened to is one called The Toast. And Claudia Oshry's husband, Ben Soffer, is doing a podcast with Josh Peck. On a few of the episodes, they talk about, you know, like how people will come up to Josh and be like, dude, you've lost so much weight. And he's like, yeah, like nine years ago, because people can't differentiate his character from who he is. Right, they're like, oh, you're just like Josh from Drake and Josh. He's like, no, actually, like, I'm a normal dude, so. (laughs) Exactly, and so recently I went back and I watched one of the episodes of Drake and Josh, Do you remember the Peruvian Puff Pepper episode? Dude, yes, that's like one of my favorite episodes. It's so good, so that's the one that I ended up watching. And I couldn't believe how funny they were. Like, it still stands the test of time. The humor in that show will never age. It's too good. And Josh is just as funny off the show as he is in the show. Yeah, I saw he wrote a book too. Did you see he wrote a book? Yes, I need to read it. I I need to read it too. I've been busy. Alright, hello everyone and happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of Keeping Up with Kennedy. This week we have my best friend Crystal, who you just heard making her return to the podcast, to share some laughs and update us on where she's at in life about a year from when she was last on my show. So without further ado, welcome to this week's segment of Coffee with Crystal. Hi everyone, it's Crystal Sierra back again for another episode Kennedy invited me on. I'm currently in Palm Springs for a birthday party. And how is it? It's good. I mean, we stood up very late last night. I am very hungover, but I had a great time. A lot of people may or may not know this, but I am a good comedian. (laughs) Naturally. Naturally, yes, yes. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with some confidence, Crystal. That is true. So last time I caught up with everyone, it was about a year ago when we went to the Blinded Wine Festival and we saw the Chainsmokers. Dude, did you hear the tea about that this year though? Maybe. No, the festival The festival owner just canceled the festival, took all of the money, and he was the only one that had access to all the bank accounts. And he just went off to the grid. No one can contact him. And it's like this huge scandal. And so I guess like... Wow. The festival posts on their Instagram, they're like, this is unprecedented for a ticketing company, but events.com is comping and refunding every single person who bought tickets to the festival because of how f***ing shady this guy, no, for like the next year, like the one that's coming up. They like canceled it, but everybody already bought their tickets. So it's like everybody's saying it's like Fire Festival 2.0 and like all this stuff. <laughs> Both wine in San Diego. Yes, yes. Okay, so last time I caught up with you guys was last year in San Diego, and a lot has changed. From 2021 to 2022, so many things have changed. A big overview is I got a job. I got a car. I broke up with my ex. 
and I've gotten two raises and a promotion. Like, I'm doing really well. And it's not like I was doing bad before, but I was just in a very different pandemic era of my life. I'm sure a lot of people can relate, where they either had savings or got unemployment. One of my regrets is that I didn't get unemployment. You know, you were not really working, still living off of what you could. And so it was just a different time. But I had a moped. We all know that. That's right. Lil Red, right? Yeah, Lil Red. <laughs> and I was going to get a, another one, Lil Red 2.0 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But around my birthday, I was heavenly convinced that I should get a car and not a moped. That I need to grow up a little bit. And I would like to say something on that, actually. Okay. Okay. What is it? <laughs> Don't listen to other people. Because <laughs> I regret the car. You'll regret the car. Everyone, if you're thinking about buying a car... Don't listen to them. You'll regret it. Yeah, if you're a moped girly, maybe stay one because it's so much better for the environment. You don't sit in traffic because you go right past it. If you get the breeze in your hair. Yeah, you, you can park anywhere. And you don't really have to pay for parking. And no one asks you for a ride from the airport. So much cheaper and gas. It fills up on one gallon, lasts like about a week and a half. And... Yeah, I am a frugal queen. I'm the first to admit it. Frugal queen gets a moped. Yeah, because a car is really expensive. Like, really, really expensive. And I wasn't going anywhere different than what I was before on the moped. Like... Right, you didn't buy the car for some big road trip or anything. Yeah, the car I got was a 2020 Toyota RAV4 limited all-wheel drive. So I was really excited about it because it said, like, it's good on mud, sand, rock, dirt, snow. And I'm thinking, oh yeah, I'm gonna be like my 18 year old self who used to lead backpacking trips in the mountains. I'm gonna go out there again. Yep, yep. The mountains, in the mud. I'm gonna have a great time in the six, seven, eight months that I've had the car, yet to do any of those things. <laughs> Dude, you gotta get out there. Just start going for some trips. That's what, I, that's what I've been telling Crystal, everybody. You just gotta start using it. Like go, go places. If you hate your yeah. car payment, at least use it. Exactly, and I have not been using it to the best of my ability. So, in the beginning of this year, I started off the year definitely right with You Can in Miami. Yes, day one, January first. It was awesome. We watched fireworks on the beach. We snuck into different little parties in Miami and had a great time. And then from there, I rode trip from Florida to Los Angeles. And I stopped in all the middle states along the way. When I say all, I mean some. I was in Mobile. Mm, yep, Mobile. I I don't know. I wonder if people like pronouncing it, actually. That would be interesting to find out. It's Mobile. Mobile? Okay, Mobile. I stopped in New Orleans, which was my absolute favorite. It was awesome. Oh, that's a rager. Dude, we should go there some year. 100%. Mardi Gras? drink in the streets. Yeah. The food is amazing. It's beautiful. There's beautiful people, great culture. It's fun. Yeah. Catch us on the road for Keeping Up With Kennedy. On the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the road. On the road. And I went to some hot springs in Colorado. I went to Vegas for, I think, the first time and some of my friends from LA were actually there at the same time so that was a good time mm-hmm. for us to party and have a lot of fun together and then when I came back 
I started looking for jobs and I found an internship at a beauty brand and it's been really, really nice. I've since been hired on full time. I've learned so much in such a short amount of time when it comes to retail and sales and all the business in the hair care industry, which is awesome. And it's been a lot of fun doing product development, like all these things that I guess I really didn't know were steps in the process of, you know, creating a product and selling it to people and managing a brand are things that I'm learning. And it's actually very interesting. And it, it makes me hopeful for what I may do in the future with these skills and this knowledge and this experience. So that's really fun. I've met some really, really, really amazing people through the job as well some co-workers who are so fun like they're some of my really close friends at the moment in LA and yeah this year's just been like a big year of growth for me I've learned a lot I had to cut out a lot of people in my life this year and I really learned how to set boundaries say no which is really hard for me to do and like, you know, put myself first and not be disrespected when some situations arise this year. There was a lot of friendship breakups that happened this year, which came at very hard times for me around my birthday. And I think it was one of the best things that could have happened because I'm so much more happier now than I've ever been. And a lot of those friendships were very toxic and never left me feeling good at all. So I learned a lot about, you know, who are the quality people that I want to keep around versus the quantity that I was trying to attain. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone listening has some toxic people in their life, you heard Crystal, get out your scissors, cut them off. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I'm really excited to see what 2023 has in store. I plan to do a lot more traveling. I plan to really kick off some new projects that are more creative outside of my job. And so I don't know what that'll look like, but I'm excited. And I'm very excited to spend the new year with you again this year. Yes, me and Crystal are going to be back together again for New Year's. I'm very excited. We are not disclosing the location this year. Um, yes. We'll just have to tune in. The code word is Peruvian Puff Pepper. Okay, everyone, it is now time for our weekly segment of My Dad, the Life Coach. And Jason is currently live with us. Say hello to the listeners, Jason. Hello, listeners. All right. So our question of the week this week comes from my friend Emma, who I just went to the Hannah Burner show with this past Thursday. Here is her question. Hey there, my name's Emma. Hey Jason, so lately I've been feeling an East Coast calling. I've got lots of roots on the West Coast and really like living there, but I'm wondering how I would grow if I pushed myself out of the West Coast. I'm nervous to plant new roots and don't want to walk away from the relationships I've established in Seattle. I would love any wisdom you may be able to share here. Thank you. Well, hello, Emma. It really sounds to me like you're ready to move. You're ready to take the plunge. I can understand deciding to move can be stressful and cause anxiety for for many reasons i'd say mostly fear you know fear of the unknown fear of the what ifs what if you don't find a job what if you don't like your job what if you don't this what if that well the thing with moving across the country is we just have to figure out how to conquer that fear as a side note there is a recent article in the new york times that says the typical american lives just 18 miles from their mom so 
I can understand the fear of uh, wanting to move across the country. You'll definitely be more than 18 miles from mom. And just as a side note, I'm only three quarters of a mile from my mom. So I don't have that. I don't share that same fear. Okay, Emma. So let's face the facts. The facts of this situation are that 15.3 million people move every single year. That's quite a few people. Three million of those 15 move more than a thousand miles away. That's a lot. That's a lot. So we'll call that moving across the country. So three million people do this every year or about 1% of the population. There's a pretty good chance that you know somebody who will be taking this exact same journey this year, maybe more than one. About 32% of the people for work, 17% for family, the rest for maybe reasons like you, Emma. Maybe they just want to grow somewhere else and experience a different part of the country. One thing you should know, approximately 30% of the people that move over a thousand miles away, they end up moving back to their hometown. Only about 10% of people that move to a new city actually set down new roots and establish a new life that will last for generations. So it's understandable to be nervous. What I'm going to introduce to you is the law of the five P's. Kennedy, do you know what the five P's are? No, I don't know what the five P's are. Can you tell me? I can share this with you and your listeners. It's an age-old secret. It is called that proper planning prevents poor performance. That's the five P's. So in this situation, when you're moving all the way across the country, we've got to use the five P's and properly plan. Hey, Kennedy, just as a side note, I wanted to let your listeners know, I'm sitting here in the beautiful uh, Northwest looking out my window at the sunshine and the mountains, and while I'm doing this, I'm enjoying an ice-cold liquid death. If your listeners have not experienced liquid, this is the best water known to man. Okay, the liquid death. Liquid death. Start with the white can, then go black can and then green orange and red go in that order okay okay dip yeah dip in with the white go to the black then you can branch out into the colored forms of liquid death once you go liquid death you won't go back to any other water okay okay so back to the five p's this is actually pretty easy make a plan write down the areas that you want to grow what are they write down a plan to counter each nervous thought that you have and how to grow in these areas. Create a plan and act on it like you would a soldier under command. Pretty simple. You know, write down what you want to achieve and how you're going to do it. You may have to walk away from your job, maybe uh, some friends. So don't be afraid to walk away from your job, but you don't have to walk away from those relationships. With technology these days, it keeps us connected. We've got Teams, we've got Zoom, all the technology we have. Write that into your plan. How are you going to communicate with your friends frequently so that you can keep those relationships intact? Create a budget. It sounds like relationships are important to you, Emma. Maybe it's once a month, maybe it's every couple months. Have a budget for an airplane, a flight. Go out and see your friends, meet your friends somewhere. Keep those relationships intact. So the advice there is have a plan that includes working on those relationships. Now, here is the best advice I can give. And this is, you asked for wisdom, Emma. This is where the wisdom comes in. If you have never heard this advice, if your parents never told you this advice, I'm going to tell it to you now. Some of you may be hearing this for the very first time. And this advice is always go with your gut. That's the thing inside listening to your every decision, what you've done in the past, what you're going to do in the future. It's like a sixth sense, really, the feeling of intuition. Your gut is always going to be right. Uh, It connects to your soul. It knows your past, and it knows your future. So 
Just listen to your gut, Emma, and everything will be fine. The gut always knows. Emma, I wish you the very best in the decision that you make. Please do call back to Keeping Up With Kennedy and let her know how your move is going. And Emma, that's why you called my dad the life coach. Okay, y'all, we are still working on his sound effect, entry, and exits for his segment, but it is now time to get into this week's Where Are They Now episode. And I don't mean to get existential here, but this week's segment is largely unknown as to this person's whereabouts. My good friend Coolio from the Louisiana is Coolio episode died in Los Angeles on September 28th, 2022 at the age of 59. Coolio's birth name was artist Leon Ivy Jr. and he was born on August 1st, 1963 and grew up in Compton. In his 20s, he moved to San Jose and became a firefighter. It was during this time that he became more spiritual and relied on Christianity to overcome his addiction to crack. For those of you who didn't know Coolio, Coolio was a West Coast rapper and hip-hop star from the 90s. From what I've researched in an article written by Eduardo Medina and McKenna Oxenden from the New York Times, his manager was told that Coolio died at a friend's house. No cause was given. Coolio's triple platinum and Grammy award-winning hit Gangsta's Paradise drew influence from the Stevie Wonder hit Pastime Paradise from 1976. Its opening verse references a biblical verse from Psalm 23 as I quote, As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. This article that I found states, and I quote, that Gangsta's Paradise had broad cultural impact, even spawning a Weird Al Yankovic parody, Amish Paradise, which replaced the streets with farm country, offering lyrics about churning butter and selling quilts. And now I just looked this up and I would encourage you to do the same. It is definitely worth a watch or a listen. When Coolio realized that he was number one on the charts worldwide, not just in the States, as he was on his European tour, rapper Ice Cube recalled witnessing, quote, firsthand this man's grind to the top of the industry. In more recent years, in 2018, Coolio stated, and I quote, that people would kill to take my place. I'm sure after I'm long gone from this planet and from this dimension, people will come back and study my body of work. So can we please, in all legitimate seriousness, have a moment of silence for Coolio, who is out there somewhere resting in gangsta's paradise. So now that you have successfully made it to the end of this week's episode, please email the code word that you heard somewhere during the episode, as well as the number 16, to contact at keepingupwithkennedy.org for your chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card, no strings attached, just in time for all your Black Friday and holiday shopping needs. Any incomplete entries with only the number or only the code word will be considered invalid. You must have both components to enter. Only one entry will be considered per person. The deadline to enter is this Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The winner will be chosen via a virtually randomized online platform and announced both via social media and on next week's podcast on Monday. Good luck, everyone. And if you want to stay for about a minute of bloopers from me and Crystal and my dad's recording sessions, please stay tuned for the rest of this episode. And if not, then we'll see you next Monday. Start it up. Okay, go. Hi.
Sorry, there's my nephew Bean. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking for his mama. Aww. I'm gonna help him. Give me one second. And so. That's a drive. You're gonna have to cut the audio. Cut the audio? <laughs> no, it's okay, it's okay. Oh, okay. That's a drive. <laughs> yeah. Are you recording? Yes, it's still going. Yes. Yes, me and Crystal are, I, I'm going to delete that. I sounded really weird there. Okay, yeah. so I hated that. I just hated it. Okay, I'm cutting all of this out. Okay, I'm, I'm resuming now. Okay. The location is undisclosed, but it will be, I, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> it um, will be. I lost my thought. <laughs> oh, no, I got it back. Okay, okay. Are we on? Yeah. <laughs>